This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room Podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. When did you witness unexpected or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Scott. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, bitch hola. Hola. All right, so my story, I'm about 15. Uh, I got my buddy Joe, and it's his dad. So his dad is divorced, and we've got our buddy Kevin and Joe's little brother. So Joe's stepmom is an absolutely smoke Joe, like just well put together lady, right? Um, she had had some work done on her chest, so you know, and it, and it was really well done. So we're out on Lake Washington, and we're trying to do a little wakeboarding. We're not really good at it, um, so we're doing the inner tube thing, right? Well, about two hours into it, she decides to finally just rip her top off, what? and. I, yeah, you know, like the liquor was flowing, you know, that kind of stuff for them. Uh, we're just having a good time, like doing the doing the inner tubing and the wakeboarding and stuff. But I don't know what got in her head, and she decided to show the entire lake uh, her goods. And needless, needless to say, man, uh, it was well received. So. <laughs> yeah, but it was. But you did not expect that. <laughs> no, no, not not at all. Not from her. From, not from his stepmom, dude. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like. It's one of those things that you're kind of hoping, right? Like she got on the inner tube, and we're all kind of looking at her, going like, "Well, maybe, maybe, right? Like no, nothing happens, right?" So then finally, she's just like, "F it, I'm gonna rip it off." There we go. There's no. Did she, did, let me ask you this: Did she just yeah. acquire these? You know, I, I have to think so, right? Like I'm 15 at the time, so I don't really know much. Um, but you know, she she kind of had like a little bit of scars underneath, so. I'm guessing she probably just got them done. Right, because there's a weird, in my lifetime, what I've noticed is, is that once you have those for a while and, you know, you're used to them and, you know, it's kind of more of just a normal thing. Sure. That, that that normally does not happen. But Well, you don't have a housewarming sure, yeah. three yeah. years but, after but, you move right, in. Correct. But there is a period, and I don't know what the time limit is on it, where, and it'll be like the husband. I, I've been in a bar where, mm-hmm. where, where a couple walked up. like 100%. Hey, you want, and. and no, I don't want to see your wife's breast. And she's like, "No, let me show them to you." You know, and you're like, oh, they, "No, no, they no, 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 no." Want to show them off? I know. You know, yeah. and then, she's I, like early forties. You know, so she's definitely a mom. You know, but it's like, hey, by all well, means, yeah. like, but I, it's I a weird thing. Look, if a woman walks up to me and says, "Would you like to see my new breast?" Hell, would you like to see my old breast? Would you like to see my ugly breast? Do you want to see my breast? Yes, yes, I do. But like you're saying, I was... A, no, it's, you're not even have to ask. But it, I was, it's offered. But I was covering a Preakness. It was back in Baltimore at this time. And you're in the midfield of Preakness. And it's it's hard to explain what happens at the midfield of Preakness. But it is it is just a drunken, drug-fueled mess. Kind of fun. But I mean, it's they are thrown down. Anyway, same thing. Walk by this woman. She's like 45, maybe. But she's there with her husband. And they're in a group of other people, right? So it's probably 15 of them partying together. And... I'm walking by, we're doing interviews with different people, and this guy just comes out of nowhere, not to be on the radio, right? But he just walks over and like, hey, man, do you want to see my wife's boobs? Like, this is the question he asked me. I'm like, what? Like, do you want to see my wife's boobs? And now she's standing next to him, and she has, like, this hopeful look on her face. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, like, what is going on? She's like, oh, I just got breast implants. I'm like, no, man, it, like, you don't have to show me your boobs. Like, I did kind of want to see them, but I felt weird saying, like, yeah. Right. So I said no. And then she did anyway, and I'm glad she did, but you're right. It's almost it's like when a little kid gets their favorite toy for Christmas. Whether you care what that toy is or not, they're going to show it to you. They want mm-hmm. you to know they have the story. So I'm like, 
no, nah, no, nah, man, you don't have to do that. And she pulls down her top. I'm like, they, great work. Compliments yeah. to the chef. Yeah. I was Miles. It's happened to me like three times. Compliments but isn't to it the, the dude always asking? Yeah. I mean, one time, right? So my mom worked at the AFL-CIO for 30 years. All right. I'm working on the night crew. So then there's some retirement party for her old boss. Now, this guy that ran, Nameless. Yep. Ran, ran the security desk, right? And I've kind of told the story before. He is massive. Uh, like right? built massive? Built massive, like got to be like 6'3", 6'4". I mean, he's a big man. But same thing. His wife was already attractive. She got some. So we're at this party. And, I mean, we start playing a couple drinking games. And, I mean, it's odd because he works with my mom and my mother is there in the room. But same thing. <laughs> you got you got to see him. And I was kind of like, uh. <laughs> she whips him out like, all right, great. Yeah. Thanks. That guy lost tough that night, though. That's the same guy later in the night we're talking football. It's like he be- beating him at stuff. Yeah. Like drinking games, ping pong. I said, you want to go outside and play goal line stance? And he's, he's you know, I coach football now. And he said, sure. That man did not have the leverage. No way. <laughs> oh, I drove him back like three times. And then he swung on me, so we had to leave. He swung, he swung on, on you? Oh, yeah. He was, he was real big mad. I, feel I mean, like, he's the joked up dude. He's got his hot wife that he's showing everybody her new boobs. I'm like three something at the time. You can't lose that goal line stand. Right. He lost it three <laughs> times. And then the last time, I mean, I put him back into a tree. But yeah, he tried to swing on me. Everybody stopped him. We left. And to say that he was embarrassed that Monday at work when my mom walked in <laughs> ah. would be an understatement. But do we all agree? <laughs> I, I Great think boobs. This is just a general thing. As I've gotten older, I believe this to be true. The guy who does not know you, they have just met you, but they want to show you their wife's boobs, and she is more than happy to do it. If you hang out with them long enough before your night is over, he's going to swing on you. I feel like that's the guy. Not because he did anything and wrong. And they're going to get divorced. Right. He's putting it. <laughs> and you know this. You know this already. Like, yeah, all right, man. It is a weird window, too, on that. Like, just a couple years Oh, later. they only. you're right. They last, like, two years. Now, look, I've known other women that have had breast Augmentation, something? Yeah, just kind of like a lift or whatever. Sure. Or something. Like, that seems a little different. But if somebody just all of a sudden has oh. just, boom, a great, great, awesome new pair, it's like, time's a ticking. Yeah, especially if the husband wants you to see them. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, okay, when, man. Uh, when did you witness unexpected <laughs> or unintentional nudity? 206-803-ROCK. You know, next time somebody says that to me, be like, seeing them. But I'm with you, though. I, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've signed many a boob. I'm like, sure. I think I come up to me, well, this is probably about 12 years ago now, and he's like, oh, hey, Thrill, man, nice to meet you. It's an event we're doing. Nice to meet you, too. Oh, you met my wife like three years ago. I'm like, oh, yeah, what's your name? And says her name. I don't remember. He's like, you signed her boob. And I'm like, okay, well, you're looking aggressive, but let me say this. We don't just sign boobs. She obviously offered it to me. He's like, she did. I'm like, and then I signed it, man. Like, what do you want me to do? I told you, man. She I, said, I, I, sign I, I, my boob, and it's I, already I, I, out, and she's handing me a Sharpie. I have seen this movie before at the <laughs> Maryland State Fair. I told you guys about this. I was doing a night show, broadcasting live, uh, Monday through Friday. It's a week-long fair. It it's, should be called the Maryland State Surprise. I'm, I'm not sure if it's as big as the one in Puyallup, but it's still a sizable. Yeah. It's the state fair. So, anyway, uh, I'm working the booth. I get there at 7 o'clock. The guy before me, Johnny Panzarella, he's the afternoon guy. <laughs> This guy comes up, and I thought he was going to kill me. And he says, who is Johnny Panzarella? And I said, oh, he's our afternoon guy, man. He was just on the air. He's, he's probably either around here hanging out or he took off. I don't know. I haven't seen him in a while. He's like, you tell him I'm going to kill him. And I was like, uh, okay. He's like, you're not Johnny Panzarella. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Even I'm if like, I was, did you say yeah, that? I was like, nope. why? He's like, because he signed my wife's boob earlier. And when I got here, she showed me, and I'm going to kill him. And I just thought to myself, he's like, he's like, is he going to be here tomorrow? And I'm like, I don't know his schedule, man. <laughs> Everybody was there. The whole, the whole station was there all week. He'll be here too, right? So I don't want, you know, I'm just like, and this guy, he was, he had the look on his face like he was not kidding. Right, right, right. Yeah. And at that point in time, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm never doing that. I don't know the situation or the circumstance. I've never been asked, but if that ever pops right. up, no. The answer is no. No, I'll sign someone else's name. Steve Hill. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not going to start doing that. Exactly. You know what's weird about signing a boob, though? And look, I don't mind looking at your boobs. It's not that. But to sign it, like anything, you ever have a, you have a single sheet of paper, you have to sign a check or something, and your buddy will turn around and offer his back as your desk. Right. Well, with the boob, I mean, look, they're squishy, man. So you, you kind of like have to hold the bottom of it. Yeah. In order to keep right. it in place. So it's like this real weird thing, like... I don't feel yeah. weird signing your boob. I feel weird that I have to take my right hand, because I'm left-handed, 
to kind of like hold your boob in place. I think to sign it because I'm not I'm not trying to do. That, I think but, my, you know my response would be look, I, I'm just on the radio, man. It's, like, it's not that big of a deal. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yes. I can be your local janitor. Will you right. sign my boob? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yes, I, I, I will. Thrill. I'll sign any boob. <laughs> sign when, any uh, boob when, by any dude. When did you witness unexpected <laughs> or unintentional nudity? 206-803. Have you signed a man boob? Yeah. I've signed a man boob. Guy came up with you signed my boob. I'm like, wait, your boob? And his girlfriend's next to him, and she was hot. He's like, nah, man, my boob. I'm like, ah, fine. The weirdest one I had was, and this was years ago, I'm at a casino for a show. I meet a listener, and she's like, can you motorboat my boobs? So I said, Okay. <laughs> and then the next day, I had a friend here at work, and he goes, Hey, man, my mom's coworker says she motorboated her boobs. Oh, oh, no. That's so awkward. I go, So your mom knows that? He goes, Yeah. And I go, I, I don't know. Now I feel bad that your mom knows I did that. Like, I don't want your mom involved. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Will you motorboat? All right. all right. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef and hot. Thank you, folks. Thank you. January is over. Seems seem like that month would last forever, but it's finally over. Mm-hmm. So obviously January has a lot of uh, people getting into new routines, right? Sure. You know whether you know whether you say you're doing it for the whole year or whatever. Like people like to get new routines. And dry uh, January has become super popular. Like I I used to know some friends we know them that did it every year, and I was like, what? And they they were like, we do it every year. But it's become massively popular. And like, look, I, whether whether you want to kind of just dial it back or like Mike was saying, just kind of change your relationship a little bit. Maybe you just want to do it for health reasons. I don't think anybody's ever going to say, don't take a month off from drinking. That's bad. No, for right. Uh, and the bars, uh, they, they actually talk about that. They do. They do. And they sure. say like, it's been a little bit slow, but uh, by week two, halfway through January, <laughs> people will start so coming picking back up a little. Yeah, that, well, that's, that's honestly what I've, I mean, look, it's obviously it's slow for bars, but I yeah. mean, like, let's be honest. The first couple of weeks of January are just slow. Even if you're not doing dry, dry January, like, you just got through the holidays. You're still and paying thing. off bills from the holidays. Right. Like, a lot of people just don't go out nearly. Talk to any of the Uber drivers. I mean, those are those first couple of weeks, Rough. Are just, there's just nothing going on. I mean, last year, I went to a wedding the first weekend after New Year's in Ballard, and I was shocked on a Saturday night. I mean, there just was nobody. They're, really so, they're, 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 they're so slow that typically, and based on just the busyness of the holiday season and people's availability and everything else, most bars and restaurants will have their Christmas party the first or second week in yeah. January because it doesn't matter if you close that night. Exactly. No, yeah. Right. And no, you don't no want to close during the holidays because right. there's no hell. Time. No, exactly. Now, and like throw a little test. I mean, I don't, it's a bar, restaurant, whatever, even around the holidays. I, I, I don't know. I don't speak for everybody, but I'm sure we're all guilty of this. Like sometimes man, you might just be going shopping with somebody and they'll be like, Let's sneak in and grab lunch and a couple drinks. Absolutely. You know, it's or, or, the holiday. You're already spending money. You know what I mean? Like you just, you accept it. You're going to be gluttonous. You're already spending money. Like, Let's enjoy it as much as we can. Yeah. I mean, I have a buddy. We blatantly just went to a steakhouse to get an appetizer and then left. And like, <laughs> we wouldn't normally do that, but we were like, screw it. It's the week before Christmas. Let's party. Yeah. So these are some of the uh, dietitian broke down some of the biggest tips when it comes to choosing a healthier beverage. I will also say this. Some of these things, it's gotten easier to drink. I love beer. Yeah. But beer obviously is going to have calories, carbs, and this and that. And light beer is not too bad. But also, like. It's hard to drink and still, if you're trying to cut weight, just because of yes. what the alcohol does to your system. Right, right. Might not be the amount of calories. Uh, so number one on the list for healthier alcoholic drinks, they said hard seltzers. Most are just sparkling water with clear liquor like tequila or vodka. Uh, just look for the ones with no added sugar. Ah, okay. okay. And honestly, as many seltzers as I drink, they're not hard to find. Most of them, <laughs> in big letters, say no added sugar. Now what? About, okay, like natural sugars. So like, talk. Um, you, you drink ciders too. Now are ciders? Uh, are they, are they, I mean, once in a while, okay for you? Or are they ciders have a lot of calories? They do. Okay, because ah, okay. of the sugar. All right, more than a beer, you think? Depends on the beer. All right, like you right, know, right, if right. you're drinking IPAs, you're talking what? Two forty, two thirty. I was gonna say like three something, maybe. Uh, but ci- I love ciders, but I I don't drink them as much. That's funny. I actually have four of them sitting in my fridge. <laughs> 
But ciders definitely are going to be a little higher on the on the calorie okay. take. But I, I will say this: I have a buddy that owned a bar up the street here for a while, who never wanted used to have a. I guess he had a gout flare up once and just kind of swore off beer and just drank cider. And it's pretty much gone away. Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, let's see. Next on the list for healthier alcoholic drinks: red wine. Chock full of antioxidants, uh, which can reduce inflammation and help prevent cancer and heart disease. Hmm. I mean, I've heard that before about red wine. I don't know if it's just me, but the difference how I feel the next day with red wine versus white wine, I'm like, I, I don't need red wine. Granted, you don't have to drink it voraciously. Are you, are you but a bored housewife? What are you drinking white wine for anyhow? Because my wife has wine every once in a while I run out of beer, man. She knows that I run out of beer, and I'm like, you want to open a bottle of wine? It's like, you're not being romantic. You ran out of beer. I'm like, yes. No, I know. I'm just kidding. In a restaurant, yes. I'll have, if somebody wants to get a bottle and you know, you're on a date or whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely... I'll definitely uh, help you with a glass or two, but most of the time, you're the one pounding that thing. Down. It's very, I'm just saying it's very, I find it very rare anymore. Like, I'll drink rosé, and I like red wine. I just, I don't know. I don't drink that much white wine. I don't feel like white wine's nearly as popular as it used to be. I, I don't know. She's just got it, and I'll drink it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's literally my, my difference entire... on that is I just prefer, prefer my drink sometimes more cold. Yeah. So with yeah, wine, yeah. I just like a colder wine than a warm wine, a room temperature wine. Mm, all right, all right. Uh, here's one on the list. Bloody Mary's. Tomato juice te- uh, typically doesn't have a lot of sugar. Vodka's pretty good. Plus, what other alcoholic drink comes with celery? <laughs> and if you do a Bloody Maria uh, with Blanco tequila, we know that uh, you know tequila has good health benefits as far as the agave and all that. Yeah. As far yeah. as lowering- Do uh, a Bloody Maria. Yeah. Do what you want. Now, the last one on this list, I don't know that you could sit around drinking a bunch of them. All right. I have been known to have a couple of them uh, before a tailgate starts because my throat hurt. Hotty toddies. Okay. All right. Hot water, lemon juice, honey, and whiskey. About as healthy huh. as it gets. Not, I don't a, think I've ever had one of those. Oh, that's what I drink choice no. do. If, I'm, uh, if I start to Ooh. feel bad or my throat's getting sore and you have knowledge that this is coming on, that's absolutely my go-to I would do drink. That, uh, that hot chocolate with the peanut butter whiskey that you said. That, Unbelievable. That, that would it's be nothing my... but fat and sugar, and that's why it tastes so good. But it's you... also what they say down at uh, old Miss, you know, uh, Mississippi University. What's that? That's just what you say to people. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy. And that's how they know it. That's how you know somebody's an old ah, Miss fan. Okay. Okay. My nephew goes there. You're going to hear a lot about old Miss the next four years. <laughs> Hopefully it is four years, CJ. Yes, CJ. <laughs> Jesus. Get it's it bad together. what Uncle Ted has to call to tell you to concentrate on the greats. <laughs> Lock it up. <laughs> All right. Now, if you're not drinking booze, you probably drink coffee. A lot of people drink both. But I'm, I'm just sure. saying... Mm-hmm. You know, Mike, you just did a month dry. Did you up your coffee intake at all or no? I don't know about up. I, I upped the soda water intake for sure, but coffee, I think, stayed pretty strong. Yeah, like I'm not usually a nighttime, like e- afternoon, evening coffee person. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, though, if you're doing a sober month, I'll get a, get a coffee. <laughs> almost cursed. I'm get a coffee at 7 p.m. What do you care? No. Man, I tell you what, some of the best uh, dessert, I believe, is just a cappuccino. Oh. Or an espresso when you're done with uh, with dinner. Lovely. Well, it's like Keith Richards and he wanted a bump of cocaine right. after he finished dinner. I mean, to me, it's, it's just caffeine. Like, yeah. It just makes sure that you just don't pass the hell espresso, out. Espresso martini or espresso teeny, as I call it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they polled 5,000 coffee drinkers to find out what American uh, like. They did blind taste tests on different roasts, like light, medium, or dark. Turns out 45% of us think we like a certain roast, but we actually prefer a different one. <laughs> A third of people say they like darker. Medium roast actually prefer the one that's lighter. Remember, it's backwards. The stronger you want it, the lighter the roast. Correct. Right? right? Most people think it's the other way around. Uh, let's see. Uh, light roast is a favorite. Older Americans, mostly, uh, older Americans might prefer something different than that. So here's a few uh, kind of random stats. We also figured out a lot of people just don't, aren't drinking coffee they like. Uh, the average American coffee drinker has two cups a day. And what most of us want is that caffeine. There's only 9% of us that are drinking decaf. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I don't have a caffeine. I think it's not one of those things that I'll be up all night. Like my mom. She, yeah, it doesn't bug me. It doesn't I, keep me I, up. But. I, I've never had anything remotely like that happen. Caffeine just, it, it, it does give me a little boost, but not enough where I can't go to sleep. All right. Uh, half of us think coffee shops aren't worth the price, but the average person will spend $50 a month on coffee. They're not worth the price, but they're convenient. I like the camaraderie. I like the, the daily routine of it. I like, you know, the, the people that I know that work there. Yeah, and like, yeah, like I just don't have a coffee machine in my house. Sometimes I have like a canned coffee. Sure, sure. But yeah, generally on the weekends, I'll go to a coffee shop and get coffee. Those old Keurig single cup things, man, are, I have one. It's, it's a lifesaver. 
Uh, most people don't use creamer. Only 43% said they do. Really? Hmm. I, I do. do. Yeah, I think Mike and I are the only black coffee drinkers. I think even VD has no, a no, little I drink coffee and creamer. creamer. Come on, man. <laughs> it's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one. February right. 1st. Uh, Truly hard seltzer. <laughs> you guys are throwing <laughs> everything at They're coming out with a hot sauce flavored hard seltzer for the Super Bowl. Ooh. No. Oh, is like, this going to be like a Bloody Mary tasting thing, you think? I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> I'm saying I'm trying to think. Where do, you, where do you put hot sauce and alcohol? That's the only thing I can. That's the only. I drink mean, you're I can right. Bloody of. Mary, or you could do those awful shots of tequila and hot sauce if you're right. trying to mess with somebody. Well, and I feel like you know, there's a handful of drinks, you know, mostly tequila based, that they'll they'll salt the rim with like what is it that t- t- tahini stuff or whatever? Tahini. Yeah, yeah it's tahin. basically that red chili pepper salt. My it's wife good. loves that ah, stuff. God. That stuff's great. Throw it on some fruit, and then ah. if you go back to the Mid Atlantic area, like Maryland, people salt their rims with Old Bay. Yep. Uh, this is just this is just kind of a joke thing, I think, for the Super Bowl. It's a limited batch. Uh, they're not planning it to do long time. Uh, you could only get it through a site called GiveThemBeer.com. But as soon as they announced it, it sold out. The second batch is supposed to be coming out soon. Four a four pack of the stuff will run you twenty four dollars. Oh, that's jeez. Okay. Yeah, I, I like this. They said each can is sixteen ounces though, because twelve ounces of hot sauce and booze wouldn't be enough. I think this obviously is kind of a Tongue and cheek, kind of. It kind of a one-off thing. Like, yeah. all right, let's let's try this. But I'll tell you what, for 25, 24 bucks, like, look, if I could walk into the store down the street or next to me and get a pack of it for say seventeen, I'd probably try it. Sure, but twenty-four, this and I gotta much. go to a website. I'm out. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Yeah, that's a lot. Thank you, Head Chef. We appreciate it. The shot of the day is on the way. You are listening to the Ben This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Hello, Justin. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Hola. Justin, welcome to the program. Random question, question. Okay, since we're talking about the bathroom, what would you say is the strangest or grossest thing that you have discovered in a bathroom? I've walked into a bathroom Here, where two people I, were yeah. having sex. All right. Mm-hmm. Openly or like in a stall? In a stall. Okay. I can in, live with in, that. In the, in the guy's bathroom. Sure. Yeah. Walked in on that. Walked in on some unspeakable things just happening right, around yes. the toilet. Uh, I have walked... How can you poop so much and none of it goes in the toilet? That, that's the one. I'm like, dude, you obviously were in the stall. And there's poop yep. all around the toilet, but the water is clean. Open the door to a gas station bathroom in Oregon. Um, where the guy did not lock the door. I opened the door. He is fully naked. He is standing at the sink, and he's washing his clothes in the sink. Oh, wow. So I always saw it was the backside. Yeah. I didn't see anything from the front. <laughs> I just opened the door go, oh, and it closed My the door. My bad. Yeah. What's the strangest or grossest thing you've discovered in a bathroom? So 
after all, all of that, reminded me a couple of years ago, I went up to uh, Vancouver, and uh, you guys know the big old uh, superstore on the way to West Vancouver? I don't know if I do. Ah, any, anyway, walking to the bathroom, basically, I had to go and all that fun stuff, so go on, go on in, and it was a lake. Oh. Like, all the toilets were overflowing, it was like little turds floating around, <laughs> and like, I was like... I gotta go, but there's like a gas station like five minutes away. So I walked out. I do remember that is fair. I do did, remember. Well, let me ask you: Did you tell? Did you tell any of the employees what it is that was going on in the bathroom, or did you just straight up leave? Oh, oh yeah, no. I was like, hey, you guys know the bathroom floor? You're like, oh yeah, there's supposed to be a sign. I was like, yeah, the sign's floating on the floor. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that's bad. It was, it was just. The smell was bad. It was just like, I, I, I came in, I was, I was looking for some, like, just some, like, standard stuff, grab myself some, like, old Dutch ketchup chips and all of that, and then I went to go take, take a dump, and I see a floating lake of crap. Yeah, no, no, we got to pass on that one. What is it about either superstores or grocery stores? Yeah, it's always bad. Like I said, you walk into a gas station bathroom, you, you don't have high expectations, and it might smell a little and all that, but... It's just ah. different compared to any supermarket. It can be the cleanest supermarket on the block. And I don't know what goes on in the bathroom as soon as you open the door. You're like, it's like 40 people had diarrhea at one time. You know, there's vomit, there's blood, just everything. But when yeah. you walk back into the- consistently gross. Gross and weird. Whereas, like, gas stations, I feel like, are either horrible or you're like, oh, wow, it's actually pretty clean. You actually, mm-hmm. if, even if it's just dirty at a gas station, uh, public bathroom, you're still like, not so bad. Because I feel like when I open the door, I expect the absolute worst of the worst. Right. And it just, it's not. Maybe, maybe because they have locks on a lot of them, you have to go get the key mm-hmm. to do it. Where, you know, at your average grocery store, you just walk in and handle your business. I, I don't know. But I've been to a Roots, uh, like, discount super warehouse. Roots, Roots, the clothing store. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm oh. black. The Roots, I know. For, yeah. <laughs> That's only for white people. So much for white people. So much for miniseries. The band. The book. No, right. no, no. no. <laughs> Reason we have strangest store, grossest thing you discovered in a bathroom. Unbelievably comfortable clothing, by the way. Some of the most uh, comfortable. Oh, it's a clothing ever. line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Roots. You've seen it before. I'm sure I have, man. It's just not ringing any bells. Ah, uh, let's see. Wait here. a minute. Did you have to pee in there? No, I went in there to shop. Some of the best deals in the world. Especially no. when you. We're saying their bathroom. Oh, I did not use the bathroom in there, but I, I was thinking when he said the super warehouse or whatever, yeah. that might be the one because it was huge. Ah, okay. I got you. I it was like they're, you know, whatever. Uh, the reason we ask the strangest or grossest thing you discovered in a bathroom, they say most roadside convenience stores don't want you using the restrooms. And, well, the feeling is mutual, but one chain is making their bathrooms more fun. Six hop shops located in northern Kentucky have installed big red buttons in their bathrooms with a sign saying, do not push this button. All right. <laughs> But there's also an image of their mascot, Hopper the Frog, winking, which signals that maybe you could push the button if you want to. Now, if you do, it temporarily turns the bathroom into a dance club with lights, including an actual disco ball and music. A manager says the disco party bathrooms have gone viral and on social media, and there's such a draw that people are coming in just to go to the bathroom. Um, She said, uh, quote, I had a 60-year-old woman who came out of the restroom and told me that that was the best day of her life. And a woman proudly says she celebrated her 20th birthday by visiting all six Hop Shops disco bathrooms. The idea was to do something unique to bring people in, and hopefully they'll make purchases while they're there. They started by trying it at one location last year. It's been such a hit that uh, now there are six locations that have Hop Shops in the Kentucky and Ohio areas. But you know what? To be fair, I would not expect that. Our bathroom doubles as a dance club. Should you feel so inclined? Uh, somebody here sent a text, and I agree with this. It says, when it comes to public restrooms, the women's restroom is much nastier than the men's. I know because I've had to clean them. Why is that, right? Because typically, you know, back in my dating days, you would go to the home of a single woman, or maybe she has a couple of roommates, whatever. Their bathroom was noticeably cleaner than any bathroom I ever had, mm-hmm. right? Your, your, your home bathroom. And then somehow when it comes to the public bathrooms, all I hear is how gross the women's bathrooms well, are compared to guys. Here's what I've noticed. I've noticed. And you sit down I've noticed for everything. Guy, guys can definitely blow up a stall. Yo, yeah. Uh, guys can definitely miss with a stream. I uh, think it's almost on purpose. Sometimes a stream goes two ways. You have no control until they somehow manage a way to bring themselves back together and reconnect. Uh, so I understand a couple things that could happen. 
for the most part, the stuff that disgusts me is like, look, you dried your hands. I'm glad you washed them with a paper towel. It's okay to throw that stuff away yeah. and to hit the actual basket. And if you don't, pick it up. Or if it's on the sink cover, that seems to be the male bathroom experiences. where the Wet female, paper towels on the counter. Yeah. The female yeah. bathroom experiences I've found is like there's just random bits of toilet paper all over the floor. You know, kind of like toilet paper gaskets that are still hanging Oh, on. right, yeah, you know, yeah. Instead of using a gasket, you're using, like, toilet paper to cover up the, the, the seat. Yeah. That's kind of falling off the end, and then all the other normal things that are involved. But it just sure. seems like there's more paper usage. Oh, there's got to be. Yeah, because, you know, one or two, you're using the drives me up walls, people that spit gum in the urinal. It's like right. somebody's going to have to pick that or out of dip, there. Or a dip, too. Cigarette butts. Yeah. Yeah, like, come on, man. Right. All those things. I know you just don't, I just don't feel like you see a dip or a cigarette. You, know, you, know, yeah. c- you can't smoke cigarette, inside. Right. Right. I haven't seen one in a while, but I consistently see gum, and I'm like, come And on. they have a trash can. Yeah. Random, random. Sometimes random, in concerts, random, I can see pouches random, in there, too. Random, pouches would be terrible. Random, yeah. If you threw an actual random, dip in there, I'd be like, all right. It'll, it'll go down and Right, because eventually it'll break up. But you're right, pouches or gum. It's like, dude, don't spit that in there. The janitor's going to come back by and pick that out. Mm-hmm. Yay. You guys do the same thing I do, though. If you see a, a skid mark in the back of the bowl, you're... Trying to blow it off with your pants. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, sure. You're trying to do your due diligence to clean it up. That, I mean, look, every it's guy... Not even mine. It's not even mine. Uh, every guy on earth, man. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, Look, it, you're almost happy when you see it. You're like, could cool, you really start focusing in? You put a little extra muscle pressure. I'm on a mission. And you're so proud if you can either blast that thing off or even take partial. half of it. Yeah, just take yeah. Well, I feel, like, guy will do the rest I feel of like there was even a bar over in Europe that actually like painted a fly or something like that on just the so inside of the be. of the bowl, right, so that they wouldn't miss. It that became guys a game. Will aim. That's and like true. the number of, of accidents, quote unquote, went down dramatically. I can believe that. Right. We just need something to focus on. Sounds stupid, and it is, but also it works. Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, look who it is, Darren Daly, Steve Mix. Top of the Daily afternoon Daily Mix Morning you. Show, how are Hello. you? So good, how about you guys? We're doing great. Yeah. Glad to hear it. Except for our Ravens uh, past weekend, they, they got their ass kicked, so that was not good. I was pulling for them. That was very disappointing. Yeah. I mean, football's, uh, I guess, come to an end, right? <laughs> well, you got the last game, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah but everybody watches that. We're still alive. <laughs> right. It, it, right. it sounds like it's like some like underground thing we're watching. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You guys were on uh, New Day Northwest yesterday? Yes, with our friend Amity Idrisi. Yes, yes. How did, what's it like being TV stars? We, oh, we, we, we so saw it in the fun. office. What, uh, what would they have you guys doing down there? Well, sometimes they, like, they will put powder on our faces so we're not shiny. They, they usually do a lot on my head. I think I've been. I think they've been spending too much money on my head. So they <laughs> yeah. said, you know what? Just wear a hat. <laughs> we can't polish this. The one, the one time it's we fine. were down there, we were in the chair as well. You know, oh to get, yeah, to get rid of the glow. Yep, it's a new experience. And we got to play a little kind of name that tune game, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, but they read the lyrics. They didn't like. We didn't get to hear the music, so they just read the lyrics. And I'm just like, I'm not a lyric guy, so I was getting right. every single one wrong. <laughs> so then I just said, Screw it! I'm gonna guess stupid things. So I'm guessing Slayer. I'm guessing Chumbawamba. <laughs> okay. I'm guessing Sir Mix a lot. You want to guess who got every single one right? Who? Oh, let me guess. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I Actually, I, there was oh. one I didn't get, but other than uh-huh. that, I think I, I won the game. So beat Migs is an easy game these days. Well, I mean, <laughs> beat Migs if it's all music trivia would be right. easy for me. Okay, yes. Okay, very good. Okay, uh, speaking of music, today we're going to get into the world of, uh, I don't even know how to describe this. Is it narcissism? Yeah, is it is ego? It, is it, what is this? Do you just have such a cool name that you should also do the song, right? Yeah. Self-titled, would, self-titled songs, is that what you kind of I mean, Okay, like, you can play guitar. Let's just assume you play guitar, right? Mm-hmm. And you sit down and you write a song and it's called Taryn Daly. Right. I, I mean, thinking, it, and if you play it for me at a party, I'm going to be like, what is going on with Tara? She's got quite the ego. She just wrote a song about herself. I would buy her a drink. Right. I'd be like, I love thing, that. It's one thing to write a song about your dog or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe your mom or your dad or something. My what follow-up like? song, yeah. Taryn Daly is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Man, is she good looking. Here we go. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> it, just, it just seems like it's It is like, a little narcissistic. But it was, it was something that, uh, that was done a number of times. Yeah, and bands, some of these band names have really cool names. So like, I, if you have, I mean, band names, you can get away with it. But I, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like, if you have a really cool band name, like, yeah, dude, repeat it. I, I, I believe it. Like, Justin I, Timberlake has a new song out, but it is not called Justin Timberlake. 
That way, if you're a solo artist, you can't do it. You got a cool band name, like go for it, right? Yeah, Poison has to have a song called Poison. They don't. No, uh, Belbiv DeVoe, I think they do. Belbiv DeVoe. Well, you brought them, wrote it for them, yeah. and they decided not to go there. You brought them, like, Jumba Wumba. All right, okay, something just bizarre. Yes, maybe a song out of that. But these are 10 bands with self titled songs on Sims Fair. 10, number 10. <laughs> really? They wow. were just hanging on for dear life at that point. They were. Wow. They were a super that group, is, though, right? They yeah. were a super group. I had no yeah. I've heard like three or four other songs, like their big hits. I had no idea that the damn Yankees wrote a song. Because they're not cool enough. I think it was like with Jack Blades, guys from Night Ranger. Yeah. yeah Ted Nugent in the band. So I get them confused Tommy with Mr. Shaw, Big. Maybe. I'm like, is Steve Vai with them? Or was it uh, <laughs> right, Mr. Billy Big's Sheenan? The other one. Yeah, yeah, Tommy Shaw was in there. Okay. But that, that, can you take me high enough? That's that the was the I one remember. I loved. Yeah. yeah, that was a big one. I oh. like this one. Coming to a fair near you. <laughs> hey, hey. They are on the fair circuit, I'm sure. I don't think the Washington State Fair, though. <laughs> These are 10 bands with self titled songs. Number nine. D O A. Oh, I dig the tune. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fans, the name is DOA. You're like, yeah. that's cool. Go ahead. That report. should be a song. For sure. Yeah. Van Halen did it. They did a DOA. Yeah, I was like, exactly. they wrote a song called Van Halen. Probably have to vote too. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> These are 10 bands with self titled songs. Eight, number eight. Chicago, Chicago. Wow. Do you know about the, the phone booth that they used to have on stage? No. Back no. in the day? Yeah, back in the day, they had a phone booth on stage that was like a prop, but inside that phone booth was just cocaine. Oh, and so they would each take a little turn. Come on, go see. Oh no, are see you kidding me? I am not joking. Look it up; it's crazy. Huh. Those guys were tooting left and right, and I'm Peter not talking Sotero. about the horns. Yeah, Peter Sotero was all it's crazy. Up. Huh? I mean, they, they write this crap, and you would think you'd write something better right. if you're all yacked up on cocaine, mm-hmm. man. It I had no idea stuff. this was Chicago. Yeah. I mean, it sounds kind of, hey. I saw the Nintendo. <laughs> We're real high. It's Chateau St. Michel. No, 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 no telephone. There was no, I think no. they maybe retired it in the 80s. Okay. All right. Damn. Damn. That's so your awesome. name is You're Terry. the inspiration, and I'm all yacked up. <laughs> okay. These are uh, 10 bands with self titled songs. Seven, number seven. Who in the hell is, is the Canned Heat Mama like the number one roadie or uh, groupie for Canned Heat? Oh, Canned Heat Mama. Canned oh. Heat Mama. Candy Mama. No, okay. Canned yeah. Heat Mama. Right, well, if they're going out the country, they need a mama with them. They do. Them. That's yeah. true. A, a, like a chaperone. Yeah. Canned Heat Mama. That's a great reference there, Ted. Thanks. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah. No I comment. Mean, wouldn't you write a better song if it's going to have your man name? You know what I mean? Like, make it the coolest song you got, man. Not did, this. Did they have a phone booth that we could go into? <laughs> no. They clearly did not. They're just full of weed, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> weed and acid. A ton of weed and acid. <laughs> just hope it wasn't about a hookup. These are 10 bands with self-titled songs. Six. Number six. All right. I can dig this. Are you guys familiar with this group? Yeah, no, Don't Like yeah. Mondays. I don't know this group. Uh, Bob Geldof, he formed Live Aid. The Boomtown Live Rats. Yeah. A couple of other things yeah. back in the day. He was always known, but no one really knew, even who liked music, why he was known. Right, you didn't know who he was exactly, and then you find out where he had his hands and all this different stuff. Like, You're uh, like wow, dude. Yeah. All right. Like DJ Khaled or something like that nowadays. Right, where so apparently, like, I just assume he's on every song. Right. It could be into a Tool album. I'm like, he's going to show up somewhere. <laughs> that, that's right with the Tool yeah, album. He, he, he popped up and right. did live. And I'm like, who is this guy? I have no idea. Everybody, like, I should have known who he is. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Ten bands with self-titled songs on Sit and Spin. Five, number five. Oh, dearly gone on Nanny Gold. To make a pretty baby of Sunday Gold. I just got some Bo Diddley on vinyl. Oh, yeah? I did. Right. I don't know that this song is on it. <laughs> i got to read the lyrics to this to find out what Bo Diddley is saying about himself. Yeah, what's he up to? Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, think it's right in the name. I mean, the last name's Diddley. I just have an assumption. <laughs> it's got to be about something what bad. you're talking about. Right. Like, right. If you're like, look, you know what? Yeah. Ted Smith is doing that. It involves <laughs> fingers and genitalia. That's what I get out of Bo Diddley. 2 a.m. money at the ATM. <laughs> 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 Yeah. 
These are uh, 10 bands with self-titled songs on Sit and Spin. Oh, wow. Oh, this is horrible. This sounds like a bad TV theme song. The Blue Oyster Cult. It does sound like, you know, the spinoff from Six Million Dollar Man or something. Land of the Lost, you end up with the Blue Oyster Cult. It does sound like Land of the Lost a little bit. He's walking away at the end of the credits. (laughs) I've been aware of this band forever. I had no idea. They had a song called Blue Oyster Cult. I know two songs by them. (laughs) Don't fear the Reaper. (laughs) Freaking Godzilla. There goes Tokyo. Now you know know three songs by this band. Include a Blue Oyster Cult. Yes. Ever expanding. Sure. These are 10 bands with self-titled songs. Three, number three. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Now we're cooking with butter. Now, is this the actual Black Sabbath th- song that they kind of consider as being the first... Like, metal, metal song? Metal, metal song? I don't know if this is the one, but this is, it's got to be the same album. Oh, absolutely. Right? You were not hearing anything so. like this back in the no. day. No. That's dark, why parents sludgy. hated them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty dark and spooky. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. like, if this is someone's yeah, ringtone, I assume they were all black and have eyeliner on. Well, they, set the, they, set, the, they set the tone. They, they <laughs> I mean, really did. Here's the name, here's the sound, here's the band. You think after they recorded, the producer's like, are you guys okay? <laughs> right. Like, should we talk? <laughs> Angry much? <laughs> right? He just spins around in his chair like... Nobody's going to buy this crap. (laughs) (laughs) This This is creepy. Scary and slow. Jesus, what is wrong with this band? Ten bands with self-titled songs. Two, number two. Well, yeah. It's pretty cool, too. I was going to say, that's the issue. This is the best one so far. Do they have a song called Good Company? No, because it wouldn't be fun. (laughs) Yeah, that was you. Who wants Good Company? Those are the people you invite to your home. Yeah. Bad companies are people you meet at the bar. They're not <laughs> really invited over, but you don't mind them. Did a really bad hard rock band cover this at some point? Some, Five uh, Finger oh, or something. Oh, no. Don't be talking like that. I'm doing it just to troll Mike. Okay. I'm, I'm just kidding. I Was like it? them. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a good tune. I just want to see how mad I can get Mike. <laughs> well, they should have. Who, who was it? Five Finger? Or, yeah. Or, yeah. So they uh, should have changed the song to Five Finger Company. <laughs> Yeah, they, I mean, you're going to cover right. yourself. I mean, I feel like Five Finger Death Punch should have a song called Five Finger they Death Punch. They should. Absolutely. I, I want to know exactly how that works, so next album. write a yeah. song about it. It works for an MMA event. Mm-hmm. Comes out in the next album. Ten bands with self-titled songs. They made it to number one. Were any of you guys Anthrax fans? Yeah. I don't remember the song. The this, is be, this is before they got the uh, oh, Joey okay. to be their lead singer. They kicked one dude out. And he was... Okay, that yeah, explains like it. early right. Anthrax. Okay. All right. Anthrax with Anthrax. Mm-hmm. From Fistful of Metal. Yes! yes. <laughs> Fistful of Metal. <laughs> Good times. Uh, Daily Mix Morning Show, 6 to uh, 10 a.m. right here on The Rock. You guys have tickets for, is it Stones this week? We have Rolling Stones tickets and Black Crows tickets. Yeah. When are yeah. either yeah. the Crows? Because I know out. we like to give out tickets like four years before the band's going to show up. I know, so, right? Are both of these shows this year? Yes, one 2024. One of them is in April and one of them is in May. Did you guys want to see Honest to God, the Stones tour is being sponsored by AARP? I did see that. that That's how the, I got my oh, discount tickets. Way. You have AARP? No, my parents do. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, I was I like, hey, what? can well, I borrow I'm your AARP number? <laughs> Don't blame that on your parents. That's Brad's. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm old enough to buy them that way. I was taking the Centrum Silver now, you know? <laughs> what kind of discount are you getting with the uh, I mean, AARP? I, it wasn't actually, I don't think it was a discount. I think it was oh. like just early, early access bond. to the, ah, okay. yeah. yeah, it gave the old people a chance to get the tickets before, before, before the youngsters grabbed them all. Well, you know how hard it is for old people to use the internet and buy concert tickets in the first place? They needed that day. I know All one right. of them very well. You're looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Mix Morning Show, 6 to 10. Okay, thank you guys. Uh, coming up, we'll drink and toast with a shout of the day. You are listening to The Men's Room. Connect with The Men's Room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. What was the most trouble that you got into growing up? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Kenny. Welcome to The Men's Room. What's up, fellas? Hola. Hola. So, I'm... <laughs> I'm about like 10 years older than both Steve and Miles. So 
I grew up. You're gonna die soon. You're gonna die before we do. You're gonna die. I know, right? (laughs) Well, I've got the same bad habits as you guys, so we got that going for us. Cool. 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 I grew up in the days where you know you get beat with you know whatever was handy, right? Right, Whatever's closest. I spent the bulk of my adolescent years on restriction. I, I wasn't a bad kid. My stepdad was just super, super strict, and you know. I was just a smart ass, and I tended to poke the bear, if you know what I mean. What were his so, main rules as far as strictness goes? I just anything. He was just he just he was miserable with his job, and you know, blah blah blah. Um, but the one time, this is a funny thing: is one time me and my next younger brother took a baseball that my dad had. It was autographed, but it was like some minor league player nobody had ever heard of, and we decided we're going to go out and play catch. And we're out, you know, throwing the ball around. We're out in the street, and so it's getting scuffed up on the pavement, you know, and it you know, goes in the grass and gets grass stains on it, whatever. My dad comes home from work and finds the ball, and he sits me and my brother down. He says, okay, I'm going to give you boys two choices. You're going to get a whooping with the belt, or you get two weeks of restriction. And I'm just like, I'm freaking tired of restriction. I said, I'll take the belt. And my brother... My brother says, I'll take the restriction. So I took the belt, and, I mean, him and my mom used to square dance. He wore these belts that were like three inches wide. They were huge. You need that to square dance. Yeah. Yeah, and I know. I don't know why. You know, that's the whole country thing. But I took the whooping. My brother, I remember like two days in after, you know, my butt still hurt, but I kept walking past my brother sitting in his room going, nah, 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 I I'm not on restriction. <laughs> He's probably like, yeah, but yep. I can sit down. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's just, I don't remember what my brother said, because my brother was a very good kid. But, you know, he's 16. You're going to push back a little bit. And <clears throat> I don't remember even what started the situation, but my father's not happy with my brother. And it did not need to escalate. But my brother said something to my father, probably out of character for my brother. And clearly, my father didn't care for this. So I just hear my brother's bedroom door shut. And there's no yelling, but you can you can hear the clearly it's my father's voice, and I do not know what he said to this day. And he was only in there for like two minutes, didn't lay a hand on him, nothing like that. All right, the door opens, my father goes back upstairs, whistling, which means he's in a fine mood. And I peek into my brother's room, man, and he's just sitting in the corner of his bed, sobbing. <laughs> and I'm like, man, he just I mean, looks at me and just shook his head like, no. And I made a mental note, don't back talk to this man. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what was just said, but it scared the living bejesus out of my brother, man. I was like, noted. What time what was the most trouble that you got into growing up? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Esther. Welcome to the men's room. Hello, hello, gentlemen. Hola. Hola. So I have a weird situation, or had a weird situation. I was about 14, and I was dating this guy in high school. And he broke up with me for someone else. Uh, and that someone else ended up living in the apartment complex that I lived in at the time. And I figured out who she was. And I went and stole her dog. You oh, stole her dog? Stole her dog? Stole her little chihuahua. <laughs> Esther. Jesus. <laughs> wow, man. How long did you manage to, to keep this dog? It was only two days. And how did you get, I'd assume your your parents or your mom's like, where did you get my, the dog from? My dad. Okay, so. Yep, my dad did. And then everybody started getting all antsy and scared. Because, you know, we're all teenagers. So one of my friends was like, you need to go forward and let them know. And um, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, because I'm going to get in trouble. You know, I'm 14. I know that I could possibly go to jail. Of course, it wasn't jail. But I could go to jail. And my dad comes home the third day after the third day of having the dog. My dad's like, I heard, because my dad worked for the apartment complex. So I didn't even know why I did. I guess just being a teenager, I guess I was just being dumb. Um, And my dad came home uh, the third day and had heard about what happened and knew that I had the dog. So he told me either I could get out and go live with my mom or I can take the dog back, apologize, and confess. So I confessed. I did four days in juvenile. Um, and the person's parents, they did not press any charges. So luckily I didn't get it on my record. But That means they hated that dog. They gave you four days for stealing the dog? 
Four days, yes. I did four. It was my first offense, and I was, like, crying profusely every single day during seeing my public offender and everything, and I got out four days. I, gotta be honest I, don't, even know, I, it, I don't even know the logistics behind that. I thought I was going to be, you know, at 14. I was like, I'm going to do a year, you know, and I was, like, crying out crazy. But, yeah, I only did four days, and the parents didn't press. It was supposed to be a residential burglary. Um, they said that they didn't want to press charges since they got their dog back. And I was out. How so. did you break into? Did you Thank pick you. the lock? I mean, what, what was your skill set that allowed you to break into the apartment? Zero skill set. I went in through an open window. <laughs> okay. Nice. And was uh, it was the dog nice to you? Um, it didn't even bark. It was a little chihuahua. I remember the black and white chihuahua. It didn't even bark at all. It just took it. It's weird. Okay. I mean, I guess that's never the wild. Seen, th- I've never seen this dog ever either. So what was your plan? Just go in there and steal something, and then you saw the dog, and the dog was your crime of opportunity? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, God. I, I, if I remember right, that was a while ago, but if I remember, I think I was going to do something petty, like take her left shoe or something like that, something stupid, um, just because I was upset and hurt that I got dumped for that girl. But yeah, I seen the dog, and I don't even know where my brain was at. Automatically, steal the dog. So I guess your ex-boyfriend really was not happy with you at this point, too. Oh, absolutely not. No. Yeah. I have never even talked to him since that happened. Well, I mean, I guess I wouldn't, but... Because you're I've a dog napper. Mm-hmm. You, you stick with the yeah, left shoe. Did you ever run into that girl and her parents and the dog in the building? Never. Surprisingly, never. All right, I got one more really? question. Was and, it? I remember her, and I remember her name was Bobby. I, I've never... I don't, that was... that. Like, thinking about it now, the situation, I'm like, that is weird. Yeah. Yeah, a little weird. Never seen her. Never seen her. Never seen her parents. Nothing. I went to juvenile at four days and came back, and I've never seen them. I've never even seen my ex again. He actually blocked me on MySpace, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah, old school on MySpace. Oh, yeah. How's, uh, how's your mom doing if you'd rather do four days of juvie than go live with mom? Oh, um, she was some crazy stuff with two, uh, unfortunately, two men at the time. And so there was a whole bunch of custody battles, and my dad got custody, and she was just kind of a PLS mom. Wow. All right. Okay. Damn, okay. Damn, man. Stole the dog. That's a... <laughs> I know. I, 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 like laugh. I That wasn't the plan. That's the part that blows my mind. Like, you just want to do something you petty. You know what I'm like, going to do? I'm taking your dog. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, we stole some CD cases from parties. Yeah. But you think about how big those are. That was probably hundreds of dollars. You ever steal a dog? No, we never stole a dog. Yeah, me neither. I would I would be scared to steal somebody's dog. Like I know I've met your dog. Yeah. I I, don't, I wouldn't feel confident just showing up and taking that dog. If home. I'm not home, yeah, you, you don't want to go. <laughs> After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Bet with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Hello, Eastwood. Welcome to the men's room. (laughs) Hola, bitch, hola. Hola. Eastwood, are you sober or not sober? I'm sober. I'm sitting down here in a Street in Tacoma by Banner Bank, and I'm going to drop in two grand and cover my mortgage, and I've just been running around doing banking, so called you guys. Okay. All right, Eastwood, you're going to be proficient at one. Are you playing the ukulele, the recorder, the piccolo, or the tuba? I, I guess the ukulele. 
Yeah. Of go. course. Of course you picked the right, my, my old lady's got a ukulele. I never tried to play it. I got a guitar, but I can't play it. You I, get, you know. he's, would you get laid? <laughs> Not for like the last 15 years. Okay. Know, right. man. Good thing you got a girlfriend. <laughs> I think you called him no, a she's roommate. My partner in life. Oh. He's my comptroller, you know. Your comptroller. Right. <laughs> right. you know, Eastwood, did you play any instruments in school? Girl. Did you play any instruments in school? <laughs> no, no instruments in school. I hardly went to school. Okay, I, it's I, all I, coming I, together. I skipped, uh, I skipped uh, 276 hours my senior year, and I was an honor student. I had a four-point in industrial arts, and uh, and my uh, Colonel Sanders was head of the industrial arts department. So he made me an honor student, so it's pretty cool. That's a glowing endorsement for mm. your school district. And you can make chicken. Yeah. All right, these public schools, you know, they'll pass anybody through 1.9 uh, GPA. But I took a lot of courses like geometry and crap, got A's and B's the first semester, and, and then just skipped it and got got a failing grade in E, and so that brought my you know, GPA down to nothing. I didn't care about that. Geometry it's, and crap. It's going to work. Mm-hmm. That's what they should call the class. Well, I took geometry and chemistry and uh, German and all sorts of yeah. classes. I only took a quarter in just to get the. You needed 26 and a half credits to graduate, and that's what I had when I graduated. I like where you're coming from. I had, to, I, had, I had to do an extra week after school. I graduated <laughs> June 16th. I did an extra week as a library assistant, and then I had to uh, start with the railroad. And I started June 30th with Brothers Northern Railroad, and I worked every day ever since until my retirement, 42 years. Damn. Railroad. Yeah. See, kids, your future can be bright. Mm-hmm. All right, Eastwood, here's your question. I'm sure you'll know this. What musical was built around the songs from the band ABBA? <laughs> what? I don't know music. Uh, the Sound of Music. I don't know. Do you know any songs from ABBA? Probably, but, you know, I'm not good at, at names of uh, bands and, and artists and stuff. So. Well, they got Dancing Queen, but come on, Ted, you know the answer to this. The murals wedding? Yeah. No. Mamma Mia? Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. I know Dancing Queen, yeah. All right, Eastwood, your question. What popular children's book did Forrest Gump keep in his briefcase? Bless you. Thank you. What popular children? <laughs> the Cat in the Hat? Nope. Curious George. Uh, but you should read the successor Curious by Curious George, <laughs> The College Years. <laughs> Subtitle that oh, happened. By curious George, yeah, yeah, by Curious George. Hey, George. <laughs> Hi, George. Yeah. yeah. I'm just having oh, fun. So I got on the vine, swing both ways, you know what I'm saying? Kicking some tires. <laughs> yeah. It's like Quentin said, don't ask, don't tell. That's the way I like it, you know? Oh, by Curious George, he tells. All right, your question. What word is both a computer programming language and a nickname for coffee? Uh, it's a J word. Think of a nickname. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I was just uh, thinking about that gay stuff. I called you guys one time and telling you how I was trisexual, and, and you, yeah, I got eaten. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I had a real good comedy act going with it, but you didn't want to go for it. Uh, that'd be Java. There we go. Well done. Right. <laughs> what, he Drop went on too long, we ate him. Drop that money off. <laughs> All right, we've had that ABBA question before, but Have it also before? is prominently featured in Muriel's Wedding. Is it? Okay. I've never seen Muriel. Was this a plane I, movie? I. Oh. Was that a movie or a play? It's, it's a, a movie. movie. Oh, oh, oh. But I, I know, like, I know Mamma Mia is all ABBA, but I guess this this movie also got, what did it say? ABBA forms the backbone of the film soundtrack. Hmm. <laughs> ABBA's just rolling the money, man. Kind of like Aerosmith and Armageddon. Not really a sales pitch. Though. Wait, they only did one song, didn't they? No, they had Sweet Emotion in there, too. I feel like there was another did song. They? They, they had a couple songs. I don't Armageddon. remember any other Aerosmith song. Maybe because I like those. The only song I remember is the whatever, a little sappy ass. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, mean, I don't want to close my eyes. Yeah, and to Abba's defense, like, the way we listen to pop music now is basically almost because of them. Yes. Yeah. The beat, the whole thing, man. Game is Big Dummy, 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Craig. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Craig, are you sober or not sober? I'm sober. I'm driving. All right, Craig. Welcome to Big Dummy. Our men's room poll. You're going to be proficient at one. Are you taking the ukulele, the recorder, the piccolo, or the tuba? 
The recorder. The recorder. Really? Why, man? I had to do it when I was in grade school, and I can remember doing Proud Mary on the recorder, man. You did Proud Mary on the recorder? Now, okay, okay. Is this revisionist history, and you're going to tell me you slayed it, or you kind of approximated it? It It was terrible. (laughs) Okay. I just want to be honest. I've not heard a kid who's good on recorder yet. I'm sure they exist. Now, let me ask you a question. When you're playing the recorder, aren't you playing the lead vocal most of the time? Basically, yeah. You're playing the singer. This is what, yeah, you'd probably be singing what it is. Green Sleeves, obviously, is an instrumental, but. (laughs) This is like karaoke. What what are you calling this song? Green Sleeves? Green Sleeves. Green Sleeves. Isn't this an actual song, though? Yes. Hang on, I'll look it up. Yeah, it is. You would know it better if the kid could hit the notes. Trust me, you know the song. All right. But apparently the kid playing it doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> All right, here's your question. It's multiple choice. Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, George W. Bush, or Bill Clinton, which was a cheerleader in high school? All right. Uh, I got to be Bill Clinton. I love putting See, my you hand think up that. there holding on to that nice, firm butt. What were the choices, Clinton? Hey, give me a B. Give me an O. Give me an O. Give me a B. Give me an A. What's that spell? Boobs. What were the choices? Your choices again. So now we know it wasn't Hey, hey. Hey, uh, was it Ronald Reagan, Jimmy Carter, or George W.? It was W., wasn't it? It was George W. Bush. Yeah, that makes sense. Give me a B. Give me an O. <laughs> He's the most <laughs> athletic out of that crew. Uh, easily, easily. Hey, go Longhorns. <laughs> get my own cheer. <laughs> give me a B. But don't give me broccoli. <laughs> that was his dad. I know, but he always had that little yeah. laugh. <laughs> like a zinger. That was like his bazinga. That guy had to be your hero growing up. A president comes out, he says he hates a vegetable. Oh, yeah. I was like, right on. We got spirit. Yes, we do. <laughs> but I will not eat broccoli. Daddy, don't eat broccoli. <laughs> All hey, right. Mickey, you're so fine. W was kind of like Roscoe P. Coltrane. You know what I mean? Like as far as presidents go, hey, hey, boy, W. <laughs> All right. Here is your question. I just found this out when I looked it up. Two, four, uh... <laughs> Six and other numbers. And the other one. And the other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> what do the words old Lang Syne mean, as in the song? New start. If people sing the song, you're like, what the hell are we saying? It means old, long since. Hmm. Been a long time. Okay. Old Lang Syne, old Lang Syne, old. <laughs> Robert Plant, you know, we're reaching out. That's what he would have done. All right, your question. What is the name of Mariah Carey's famous Christmas song? Oh, God. All I Want for Christmas. Close. All I Want for Christmas is? Christmas is me. Or you. <laughs> you. Me. All I Want for Christmas. Wow, what a narcissist. Damn, Damn Greg. And I love me some me. <laughs> Side note, that's a filthy lie, too. <laughs> what do you mean? Your girl goes nuts for All I Want for Christmas is you. It's a great song. Okay, but if all, if all I give is myself... Well, you didn't want anything. You're disappointed on on Christmas, aren't you? I'm saving money this year, Uh baby. Yeah, put a little stocking on it, Mike. Damn right. (laughs) Make it festive. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Have we made it to drinking time? Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the Men's Room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time, it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Steve at Throw Hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed, and today we toast Robert and Carolyn Hill of Placidas, New Mexico. Yes, they are my parents, and that alone makes them worthy of a toast. But no, today, I want to toast my parents because today, I know what most of you are thinking, Groundhog's Day Eve, absolutely. Uh, February 1st, my parents are celebrating today their 60th wedding anniversary. Wow, which nice. Is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, apparently, that's the diamond anniversary. Uh, their 60th. So I'm not trying to make my parents feel old or anything. I don't want to do that. 60 years. But I would. That, that, they knew each other before they got married. Correct. Uh, when they got married, who was president? Lyndon B. Johnson. Abraham Lincoln. Muhammad Ali was still Cassius Clay. Uh, color TVs, they'd been around for 10 years. No one 
had walked on the moon, and it would be another eight years before the first handheld calculator was introduced to the general public. What year was it? 1964. The Beatles had their first number one hit. And they were married then. They were married then. They They are still married now. They did. Uh, anyway, congratulations on six decades of putting up with each other. Uh, one thing, I'm sharing this with my mom. I know you think the dad's going deaf and that, that's why he needs hearing aids. We're convinced it's Bluetooth. He's listening to a podcast. He's been listening mm-hmm. to you for 60 years. He's tuning you out. He can hear every he word He always you has say. been able to. Every man has been able to hear every I word. am thoroughly convinced. Come on. And mom, you talk enough. There's no way he doesn't know what you're talking about. That's all. So. <laughs> say, uh, I mean, like, that's awesome. <laughs> That is awesome. It is, man. Six yeah, that's, years. That's, that, that is, and that they're is still freaking in love, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's they crazy. Absolutely. Green Abdul Jabbar was still Luau Cinder. Right, exactly. Did you hear that, guys? Let them know. I'm sorry. Did you hear that, guys? Hulk Hogan was uh, Terry Balboa. <laughs> 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 I don't think he was around. No. <laughs> Russell Crowe turned 60 this year. A couple other people. Just saying. Just saying. It's yep. been a hot minute. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man! A Double Flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.